Friends, what follows is not for the faint of heart. We bring you tales of the paranormal, human wickedness, the curious, and the bizarre. Please, if you continue, proceed with caution and an open mind. We are the Queen City Creeps. Hello and welcome to Queen City Creeps, your favorite podcast for all things true crime, paranormal, and just a little bit weird. This is Sarah, and I am with Shelby. No, you're not. And Jennifer. Hey. And today, Jennifer is going to bring to us a terrifying, gross, slightly racially insensitive tale about love and loss and food. Definitely food. Take it away, Jennifer. Oh, God. Okay, so my icebreaker question to both of you. It's not really, I mean, I guess it is a question, but it's more like a scenario and what you would do in this scenario. Hmm. So, imagine you're on a plane. And it crashes. Okay. Full of people, obviously. So far, yeah. I'm terrified. You crash into a mountain. Uh-huh. There's not a lot of, like, food around you. Like, there's no, like, wildlife or anything like that. Okay. Um, And you're on this mountain for a long time. You can't get any rescue. Mm-hmm. At what point do you start eating people? Immediately. <laughs> the second you, like, crash? We crash and Shelby's like, somebody's getting eaten. <laughs> What, was it a fiery crash and are people pre-cooked? Yeah. See, that, that is, I'm assuming that at least a few people are dead. I would eat the dead ones, like, pretty quickly. Okay. Well, yeah, before they spoil. Yeah, obviously. Smart. The, hello. Like, we should go for help. We should eat these guys. <laughs> we should eat them first. You know, right. pack get, on a little weight. Get our strength up before get, we go yep. walking through the woods. And then we can go. I feel like you I feel like you guys wouldn't actually do that though. No, we for sure would. No, you wouldn't. Have you met Shelby? You and would I? think, okay, what, I can get wh- help. Where do you want to fly? It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you would try to get help first, and if you couldn't get help, then you would start eating. No, people. your problem is not what we were saying. Your problem is the fact that you asked the question to like far left, moderate. And you would be the descending factor here, dissenting opinion. I here. guess so. So you would be like, guys, maybe we shouldn't eat these guys. And I'm sitting here with a mouthful of human flesh. Going, what do you mean we shouldn't eat these guys? And I'm saying, Shelby, it's not polite to talk with your mouth full. Chaotic neutral. Well done. Okay. So, but also, where do you draw the line? Is is anybody up for grabs, or do you do you? Draw the line at, like, family members, children. Are they dead already? Either or. So, like, either you're going to kill somebody and then eat them, or they can already be dead. I don't think I'd eat Liza. Once they're dead, they're meat. But you would eat Tyler? Yeah. For sure? On the regular. What about, like, your mother? I for sure would eat. (laughs) (laughs) I think my mom would want me to eat her if she were dead. Okay. My mom and I actually had kind of like this conversation <laughs> before, actually. Not about her necessarily, just me telling her that I wanted a cannibal funeral, and she was like, that seems weird, but... That seems weird. Hopefully I don't die before you, and I'm like, thanks. I Wait, appreciate so... you attempting to honor my wishes. Right on. So, Shelby, would you... Is there, like, no draw? Like, I mean, you would eat anybody, when or they're, is When it... they're dead, they're meat. Would you eat Roxo? I mean, yeah, probably. He probably tastes like hot dogs, but I like, whatever. I like that there was more of a pause whether or not Shelby would eat Rocco. I know, right? <laughs> were, would you eat your mom? I was That's concerned family. That he'd, I was concerned he'd taste shitty. 
Yeah. It has nothing to do with whether I like them or not. Because, again, at a certain point, you go into survival mode. And I, if I don't eat for, like, 20, 45 minutes, whatever, it's survival <laughs> mode. I mean, you guys know what I get like when I'm hangry. So, like... So it'd be pretty easy for you to wield a knife and then carve somebody oh, yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> Definitely. So, but like even Kim, when you're when you're dead, you're mate. Okay, but you wouldn't. It's you wouldn't kill many people. Of life. You wouldn't kill many people and then eat them. Many or many. Any. Again, <laughs> I don't want to. There eat are a Eliza. lot of there are a lot of dwarves on this planet. <laughs> Can you rephrase the question? <laughs> what was my question? I don't even know. Uh, this derailed fast. What? There's so many giggles. Pretty much as soon as I said immediately, everything else went downhill. I know. So, so what? Would I kill somebody to eat them? Would you kill many people? <laughs> okay. Would you kill any person? If it's a stranger, any, would it be yes? Many. And if it was it, someone it, else, it would no? be much harder to kill somebody because because then you're the one taking their life. Right. But if their life but is already was... gone, right. that's where I'm completely on board and it's time to time to roast some human flesh. But what I if no one them. no one's dying and you are hungry as fuck? Like are you going to get to the point where you are gonna murder and eat them? Are we certain about the dwarves on this plane? <laughs> there are no dwarves on the plane. Then I don't know how but to do that. But there are children. Mm. No <laughs> There are children. Have you ever had veal? I know that's that was my point. Is like the ch- the children are gonna taste better. No, they're not. They're gonna taste like fucking chicken nuggets and Cheerios. <laughs> you taste like what you eat all the time. You're oddly making a point for you. So you, Sarah. So you will taste like Pacific Kitchen, and so will you, Shelby. Absolutely. So I, shitty I, Chinese I, food. I, I would hope that I am just that spicy whenever I die. Yeah. That's somebody would have to like hesitate to actually take a bite of me. I for sure probably taste more like Wingstop than Pacific Kitchen. I probably taste like Miller. When do you ever go to Wingstop? We go to Wingstop all the time. Oh, you never tell me about that then. Don't, I love Wingstop. You don't know my life, Jennifer. <laughs> I guess so. Also, not at lunch. It's at dinner. Yeah. Realistically, I'm already beer battered, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. But would that just be like more, I don't know. I'm just thinking, so, would it be... So sooner than taking a human life who hasn't wronged me, I would probably starve to death. Yeah. I don't want to kill somebody okay. just to eat them. Well, I honestly right. think I would probably kill somebody. If it was if... me, if it, I knew I was going to die if I didn't do it, I was... and I didn't know them, I would fucking do it. You... Also, if they were kind of a cunt, I would probably kill them, for right. sure. But you've heard my stories. I have no sense of self-preservation. That's... Oh, that's true. That's, that's not accurate. how my... Like, dying is a thing that I could do at any given point. And starving to death sucks, but it's just another means to an end, I guess. Also, if you're on a mountain, you can just get real cold and go to sleep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's not the worst so. idea I've heard. So what, I, what kind of mountain has no wildlife? <laughs> I don't know. It's Everest. I, it was just I'm going to kill a fucking Yeti. But So I asked this question to a few people at work today just to see what they would say. And one person that we all know um, said that they would rather eat themselves like so auto cannibalism what than eat other people because it's disrespectful is what he said i'm like what to eat people that aren't you yeah like he would rather like cut off his fingers Ew. and start eating them like two a day is how, what he said how much, how much, <laughs> what, what the fuck how much meat is on a finger i don't know he said like fingers, a chicken wing he said fingers toes then he would go t- for his palm and then he would go to his butt, 
and like thigh area. And I'm like, you're dumb. So you just cut the shin out of the equation? <laughs> yes. You're literally. probably better if off to the start person from. I'm thinking of that he doesn't have very much meat on his shins. Anyway. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. You're yep. better off to start from the ground up. The way I see it. Didn't I mean, one yeah. of these people say that you would eat me first. No, I didn't say first. I would say if you were on the plane with me, because I we were talking about would you eat like a friend or something? Because mm-hmm. I said I wouldn't eat Alex. I wouldn't eat my family members, being like close family, like my parents and my brother. Uh huh. Like I wouldn't do that. But anybody else is like pretty fair game to me. <laughs> so like friends, like I would eat you for sure. <laughs> I'm probably delicious. Yeah, that's you, accurate. You really should be honored. I really exactly. am. Would you take Eliza to raise as your own? Probably. I wouldn't eat a, I wouldn't eat children. Definitely not that small of a child. <laughs> like I'm thinking of like maybe I would if they were like a little older. They, but they not seem, like a not like a two year old. They seem sinewy. Yeah, she's real bony. Little gamey. Yeah. yeah. Not gamey. Just... I feel like we're real like shithead for doing it. I just want you to have to eat Sarah and raise Eliza and then later in life have to explain to your mom. <laughs> Yeah. That's actually perfect to me. It is like, Eliza, now that you're 18, we need to talk. So are we I, assuming I, that you had already eaten Tyler at this point, and then I eat you? Yeah, she's full up on human flesh, and now it's time to feast. She's, We're like a turducken. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Right. It's like the chicken fried steak of, of cannibalism is what we're dealing with yeah. here. I think we need to just go ahead and start the story so we don't continue doing this we're gonna do this after the episode's over too by the way if you hadn't caught on to the theme it's i have a story about airplanes (laughs) no mountains (laughs) no we have a story about a cannibal oh oh that makes sense that was not where i was expecting it was interesting weird okay so isei sagawa was a japanese man who killed and cannibalized a dutch woman Named Renee Hardevelt in 1981. Hmm. So I'm going to talk about his early life first. So he was born prematurely, reportedly um, small enough to fit in the palm of his father's hand. Does his dad have big hands? I mean, it's Japan. I, mean, I feel like that's rude oh to say. Gosh. But they're, they're small people wow. in general. They're small people. Is that racist? It's did, not racist. Did he have to balance him on the palm of his hand, or is he just, like, in there? He, like, I think he's just, him. like, chilling. Like, hmm. he's just palming. <laughs> You're talking about when he was a basketball. I don't know what to yeah. think about oh, that. Oh, not like this. Like, palm of his hand. He was just laying there. You can hold a basketball like that. I guess so. Anyway. But he was actually um, afflicted with enteritis, which is a disease of the small intestine. Oh. I've never heard of it, but... I don't know. What does it do to your small intestine? I don't know. Nothing good. It's a disease. It's a disease. It diseases your small intestine. <laughs> yes, it diseases it. Yeah. What's cool. an intern when we need him? God damn it. I know. Sagawa um, first experienced cannibalistic desires um, while in the first grade after seeing a classmate's thigh and thought, mmm, that looks delicious. That's what Eliza, Eliza bites me, like, regularly. She might be become a cannibal. I'm delicious. Okay, continue. I'll teach you to be delicious, I guess. I guess. But in a 2011 interview with Vice, um, he reportedly or reported that a, as a youth, he partook in bestiality with his dog. 
What? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you? Why are you talking so, about like, that? Like that wasn't in. needed in the story. Like right. they, they want to talk to you about. So you're a cannibal. Tell us about that. Yeah, I used to fight my dog. <laughs> Did he fuck his dog, or did he put peanut butter on his dick and have his dog lick it off? I feel like either way... Nah, there's a difference. I mean, there there's is. There's sure a, a big difference. But isn't wouldn't both be classified as bestiality? Uh, yeah. 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 So it could be either or. Or both. I feel like one of these is going to color my view of him way more than the other. I also feel like they write tickets for public urination slash defecation. It's the same charge. So we need to know what he did to this dog. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. But then he also experienced cannibalistic desires for women. He also... Or so he was want to eat his dog after he fucked it? No. Okay. He, never, he always had... Yeah, that's just gross. He always, just asking. He always just wanted to eat specifically women. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, he made it seem like he was just like strong, tall, like, women. Okay. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm safe. I'm safe as houses. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you're short. I don't know if you're not strong. Is that what you're saying? I'm strong. Anyway. I think you seem delicious. That helps anything. Thank you, Shelby. I'm of a tasty course. little snack. Yep. Moving on. So his entire life, he was just very short and skinny with legs that look like pencils, is what they say. Hmm. Um, he blames the media's representation of Western women like Grace Kelly for sparking his cannibalistic fantasies. Damn you, Grace Kelly. I know. She's a tasty snack. But he equated it with what people would, or what most people would call, like, sexual desire. Mm-hmm. But he, like, took it way too fucking far. Why didn't he? Right, okay. Like, he got a boner and his stomach rumbled a little bit. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit, gotcha. yeah. But what, where other people would dream of, like, having sex with them, he would dream of eating them. Huh. Just, like, as a beautiful woman, and instead of, like, having sex with her, he just wants to eat them. But, like, not eat them out. Like, like eat them physically. I'm very so, confused. Yeah. But he maintains that early on he never thought of actually killing them. Um, He only wanted to gnaw on their flesh. Like, nibble their bits? Yeah. Okay. But, like, not like, their bits. But, like, just, like, I don't even know. Like, you know how, like, a cat, like, nibbles on you? Like, kind of like that, but maybe a little bit more. I'd prefer we did not equate this back to bestiality again. <laughs> We already went down that path, and you didn't have a clear answer for me. <laughs> so he doesn't know how to feel about it one way or the other. Except not good. Yeah. Except for I'm kind of turned on, my stomach's rumbling a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Shelby. Yes. So at 23 in Tokyo, he followed a tall German woman home, then broke into her apartment while she was sleeping with the intent to cannibalize her by tearing and tearing at her flesh and walking away. And then she, she didn't actually get to it. He was, I guess, hesitating. She get to it as like her flesh. Yeah, like okay. he didn't actually get to the act of like tearing her flesh apart, nibbling. Yes. Yeah. She woke up and he claims that she pushed him to the ground. He was captured by police and charged with attempted rape. He did not confess his true intentions to the authorities. Well, yeah, and... when, when they're just going to take you in for rape, you might as well yeah, just let that one. Yeah, you admit that your real reason. Yeah, no, I was planning on raping the shit out of her. Trust me, that's all I was planning on doing while I was in there. That yeah, was I'm my plan. Eat something, if you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. But his wealthy father offered the young woman money if she would drop the attempted rape charge against her son. So he was actually never prosecuted for the crime. What the shit? I know. Great. It's sad. I wonder Not- how much money it was, though. They didn't say. Hmm. Whatever. 
Uh, I, I don't know how to convert from yen yen anyway, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the conversion yeah. rate. You know, inflation. Right. What Real is. confusing. Exact yeah. math. At the age of twenty-seven, he had moved to Paris to pursue a PhD in literature at Sorbonne. The Sorbonne. Yeah. Okay. A public research university. Once there, he said his cannibalistic urges took over. He claims that while residing in Paris, almost every night I would bring a prostitute home and then try to shoot them from behind. It became less about wanting to eat them, but more an obsession with the idea that I simply <sighs> had to carry out this ritual of killing a girl no matter what. That would get expensive. I know. Like, <laughs> so, so he was going to shoot them from behind, but did he? Like, he didn't actually shoot these people? Not the prostitutes, no. So you just... Not yet. He was, like, getting the courage to do it, I think. Right. Well, I agree, then. That sounds really expensive. Yeah, for sure. Because if he actually shot them, he wouldn't have to pay them. Exactly. Yep. I play Grand Theft Auto. I don't know how it works. Yeah. I play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> so, getting on to actually, like, the crime, the murder, I guess. So, in June 1981, he was then 32... Mm-hmm. He invited his classmate, Renee Hardevelt, who was 25 at the time, mm-hmm. um, to dinner at his apartment under the pretext of translating poetry for a school assignment. Uh, that sounds like a sex date. That's a Netflix and chill, yeah. Yeah. That's what we're dealing with here. Maybe? In Paris? Fuck yeah. I don't know. He doesn't seem very appealing, to be yeah. honest. I don't know how what she looked like, but I, I doubt it. They're both mm-hmm. ugly as fuck, and it's time to translate some poetry. Let's I just guess. go with it. Yep. But he struck up a friendship with her, occasionally inviting her to his home for dinner, and at some point he gained her trust. Mm-hmm. So she didn't, it wasn't weird for her to be there. Yeah. Right, this wasn't the first time that. they'd had dinner right. and translated poetry, quote unquote. Yes. <laughs> I just like the air quotes around translate poetry. Yes. Right. So he planned to kill her and eat her, having selected her for her health and beauty, so to say she's pretty, hmm. characteristics he believed he lacked. He described himself as weakly, or sorry, as weak, ugly, and small, and he's about five feet tall, and claims he wanted to absorb her energy. So basically, the friend zone is what you're describing right now. Also, absorb her energy by eating it. By eating it. <laughs> by eating it. This is like weird vampire type stuff that we're getting I into. I guess so. Yeah. Sure. And she was five feet ten. That's why I was thinking, Whoa. like, I don't think that she would. Go- then again, there are some like tall women who like short men, but mm, that right, doesn't happen as often. You have to climb her like a tree to chloroform her, though. <laughs> exactly. Guys like it when you threaten to climb them like trees. I'm just saying. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> they got really quiet. Have you never? I'm sorry. Have you never made that direct threat? I guess <laughs> it works real well. Not that direct threat, no. I'm just telling you, walk up to some tall dude and be like, I'd like to climb you like a tree. They get real flustered. That just sounds like I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. Yeah. It's very similar. It's the same, it's the same thing. Hmm. It just sounds slightly better the other way. You gotta, you gotta smirk slash wink. I don't know how to flirt. Because you're all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Right. (laughs) (laughs) I said wink, not like twitch or spasm. Same thing. (laughs) He attempted to kill her once unsuccessfully before actually murdering her. The first time the gun misfired when her back was turned, though most would take this as a sign to give up, it only pushed him further down his little rabbit hole. So did she come back after he misfired? He, she didn't hear anything, apparently. Oh. 
I, I, like, I thought this was two separate instances where it was like, hey, come over for dinner. And then he tried to kill her and it didn't work. And he was like, hey, sorry about last time. Would you? <laughs> to make up for it, yeah. I'm going to cook you dinner. <laughs> right. right. Well, her back was turned. It didn't actually fire. I don't know if that normally makes a sound. I would think it would it'll, make it'll some click. sort of sound. Yeah, no, it'll click. Yeah, so I don't know think... what he disguised that as being. but Right. Hard telling on that one. But I guess it made him even more hysterical, and he knew that he simply just had to kill her. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So the very next day, or night, I guess I should say, while she was sitting down reading poetry, because that's what they do. They just translate around, poetry, man. read poetry. Bone. <laughs> sure. Sorry, I was translating what you just said. Right. He crept up behind her and shot her in the neck. The neck seems a little bit, like, too personal. Also, just that, go for the head, man. Yeah, that's Maybe a, he missed. It, I was thinking maybe he missed. Yeah, that's like, a... Like, Mr. Head a, got to the neck. Say, say I go full on, like, American Psycho on that one, where he, like, pulls out the, the nail gun. Uh-huh. And, like, goes to shoot her in the back of the head. And I'm like, okay, so a single nail to your brain is still going to kill you very slowly. Yeah. Yeah. So getting shot in the neck is going to kill you as slowly as it takes for your blood to come out of you. Well... It's not like brain death. They I made mean, it that's... seem like it didn't last very long, though. So well, I, it depends on where in the neck, probably. Right. Mm-hmm. But and how big of a gun it was, too. Right. Yeah, I don't but know. You're either, gonna, you're either going to bleed out or suffocate at that point, though. Probably, So it's yeah. not a quick way to die. Not compared to actual brain death, where you literally shoot somebody in the head. Buh. But anyway, that's... He... Yeah, he only faced an instant of remorse before he turned to just, like, being elated, essentially. He thought about calling an ambulance, but then he thought, hang on, don't be stupid. You've been dreaming about this for 32 years now, and it's actually happening. First of all, he's not dreaming of this for 32 years, because that would make him an infant. Because he is 32 at this point. He became a cannibal when he bit his mom's boob too hard while nursing. That's what it makes it seem like, but no. I'm, I'm sure maybe like... I don't know, 25 years? <laughs> I don't know. Don't minimize his cannibalistic urges, Jennifer. Don't do it. I guess. Nipple Blood would be a cool band name. Nipple Blood. <laughs> Carry yes. on. Um, He raped her corpse. Of course he did. But he was unable to bite into her skin, so he left the apartment and purchased a butcher knife. He didn't have a butcher knife in the apartment. I don't, I don't know. I don't. I think he just thought it would be that easy to like rip open someone's skin. And get down to the meat. I like to think he'd been easy. cooking up to this point, though. So, like somewhere, you're a, you're a, a paring 30... knife, perhaps. Right, you're a 32 year old man. You should have a set of cutlery in your home at this point. Agreed. Yeah, but he wanted one that would probably like break bone too. Hmm. I don't know. Okay, but then after he got the butcher knife, then he began to cut her open. He was quoted as saying, "The first time I did was cut into her butt." No matter how deep I cut, all I saw was the fat beneath the skin. So she had a fat ass. <laughs> it's what I got out of this. Nice. Yes. She was thick. She was thick. With, with two C's, obviously, <laughs> yeah. He said it looked like corn, and it took a while to actually reach the red meat. The moment I saw the meat, I tore a chunk off with my fingers and threw it into my mouth. It was truly a historical moment for me. But it looked like corn. <laughs> no, yeah. not the meat. No, the I, no, I'm still bothered by that, though. Like they, I know, that uh, that makes it... Ugh. So you oh. dug in and then kept going past the gelatinous corn. Well done. <laughs> he ha- knew- happy cannibalism. I mean, he's already doing it. He might as well just keep going. He already killed her. 
That's, that's it's all that good meat just like sitting there. I need to fair. describe what my face looks like right now. Corn. <laughs> it looks like corn. <laughs> Ultimately, he said he only his only regret was that he hadn't eaten her while she was alive. Which would be honestly more fucked up. That that's more fucked up in my opinion. Yeah. It'd be harder. Oh, for sure. You'd like think she'd squirm a bit. And I think that's why he didn't do it. I mean, I guess he could have just, like, knocked her out mm-hmm. and done it while she was still alive, but I don't think... I think she would have overpowered him. Oh, yeah. Him being five feet tall and her being 5'10". Yeah. Like, she was probably well, going sure. overpower him. But, but drugging... And having a fat ass, so... <laughs> she got that oh, fat so ass. thick. Very distracted by that. But <laughs> still, my point remains, if you drug somebody, their height doesn't matter all that much. That's true. Right. So but, I didn't know if it was, if he wanted, I don't know, if he just, but then what's the difference between being knocked out and being he, completely dead? The thing is, he can say that he wanted to eat her while she was alive as much as he wants. Yeah. But like, the fact of the matter is that he brought prostitutes into his home on a regular basis with the intention to shoot them. Yeah. To kill them. And he followed through on that fantasy when, on one of his friends, somebody that trusted him. So he wanted to shoot her. I also think he was trying to cover up, like, his story in a way of, like, oh, I didn't actually want to kill her. I just wanted to nibble on her flesh. I just wanted to chew on her a little bit. I'm minimizing here. Minimizing Yeah, a so it's like his intent wasn't really to kill her. Mm, but I, it, was. it I, was. I see your point, but yeah. I don't know. So he says that the reasons behind his cannibalistic tendencies can't be explained or conceptualized. It's simply a fetish. For example, if a normal man fancies a girl, he'd naturally feel a desire to see her as often as possible, to be close to her, to smell her and kiss her, right? To me, eating is just as just an extension of that. Frankly, I can't fathom why everyone doesn't feel the urge to eat to consume other people. I don't know. Wow, it's really quiet in here. <laughs> yeah. I'll take this one. No, I, I, I can kind of see that because you said he was born premature, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so maybe there's always been, I mean, but he was born to a wealthy family. So maybe a food issue wasn't necessarily a, a connection, but being born premature. I think premature, he envied people that had more meat on their bones and like a bigger build. Sure, because of his build. I, right. I could see that as That's well. That's what he made but, it seem like. Right. I, I just wondered if it had something to do with being born premature and having to kind of fight for something to eat but then then it comes yeah. out that his dad's rich and well maybe right. not so mm-hmm. yeah i don't think that was it yeah he also he's got money for prostitutes like he's got money to eat yeah that's the way i see it go to paris study literature okay that's money mm-hmm. to burn okay. phd right. man in literature buy, yeah what buy fancy yeah. french prostitutes Ugh, fucking christ balls so two <laughs> days after he killed her um he was actually disposing of what remained of her body he had eaten or frozen most of her pelvic region, so he put her legs, torso, and head into two suitcases and hailed a cab. Those parts are delicious, though. I'm just yeah. thinking, like, do, why don't you eat all? Like, if you're going to do it, why don't you just eat all of her? All the buffalo, I mean, I get the man. head, maybe, because that would be a little bit too much, but mm, head cheese. Yeah, I mean, the, there's, uh, yeah. there's the possibility of eating the brain. I yeah, mean, that's true. But at the same time, like the legs and arms, like you'd think there'd be something on there. Especially the wanna... legs. Yeah. I know that. I thought that was super weird because I mean, he only in wants chicken? to eat her pelvic region. Right. Right. He could have done that when she was weird. alive. She would have allowed it. She was coming by for poetry and chill. He could have yeah. fucking done whatever he wanted to do. <laughs> sure. 
I don't know. It's Ugh. just all very weird. The taxi dropped him off at the uh, Boys de Bologna. It sounds. It looks like Boys de Bologna Park, but it's not. <laughs> Bologna Park. <laughs> I don't know how to. S- We're from Missouri. I don't know how to say things. No, I can't speak French. Like, there's, I, no. I, I just thought of Boys de Man, and then it was Boys de Bologna. <laughs> Park. <laughs> That's the white trash version of Boys to Man, I feel like. For sure. But it had a secluded lake inside the park. He had planned to drop the suitcases in it unnoticed, though several people noticed the suitcases dripping blood. <laughs> wow, you just were, didn't have his shit together. You are so fucking bad at this. Yeah. Essentially. You can afford a butcher knife, can't afford some plastic. <laughs> Not. He's not thinking this through. He hasn't been up to this point. That's correct. Yeah. But obviously these fucking people are going to notify the police. Yeah. Like there's this weirdo guy that has two suitcases and they're both dripping blood. Like no. Nope. That's a big nope from me. Also, why do they need to, you know, foul the pond at the baloney park? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Damn baloney the park. Pond at the I just want them to have given a, a statement to police where they were like, so you described this man as Asian. Can you describe him any differently? They're like, nah, man, he's just Asian. <laughs> like, that's that's how I see him not getting caught for, a, <laughs> for <laughs> even 10 minutes. They're just like, I just look, I, he he's was like Korean Asian. probably. I don't know. Pencil legs. <laughs> right. Five feet tall. It's like, can you narrow it down any further, please? <laughs> and they just do a really racially insensitive, <laughs> like, impression. Yes. You're like he ran by and just like bowed. I don't I don't know what it was like I'm pretty sure I saw that. I think Sarah's dying over here. She loves being racist, so she loves this banter. She she sure does. Are you okay? Can I can I proceed? Yeah, I'm good. <sighs> okay. So when the police found him and questioned him, his response was a simple admission of, I killed her to eat her flesh. Her pelvic region. Well, well that was easy. Yeah. So <laughs> Good job, French police. This is why we trained you so heavy. <laughs> so he awaited his trial for two years in a French prison. When it was finally time for him to be tried, French judge... God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying this word. It's so bad. Jean Louis, no, Jean, <laughs> just Jean Louis. Jean Louis. Jean Louis. Baloney. Baloney Park. <laughs> it does start with a B, but it's Let's not see. that. Let's see. Oh, where Do is it? Do you see at? it? I should have showed you where it was. Yeah, I know. I see it. I have no idea. De Berberac. De Berberac. <laughs> that sounds super French. I I thought it started with a B. What happened? There's a oh, you said to <laughs> It reminds me of Tom Bergeron. I don't know why. But... Do you see it? It's like in the middle area. I think it's Bruguier. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> Jesus Christ, get some I culture. To, I don't know how to say anything, apparently. We, we've all noted that I'm weirdly we obsessed. never go to, go to France. We, we've all no- noticed that I'm weirdly obsessed with Europe anyway, so. That's, That's true. true. Time to get French on it. Oh, yeah. 
So I feel like I've got mascara everywhere now. The Queen City Creeps can't go to Canada though, because Jennifer will offend all of them. <laughs> That's true. Oh wait, me. You offended a lot of Canadians. <laughs> also, yes. All the Canadians. Fucking maple syrup. Continue. Jeez. So he declared him legally insane and unfit to stand trial, dropping the charges and ordering him to be held indefinitely in a mental institution. Then they deported him back to, J- to Japan, where he would spend the rest of his days in a Japanese mental hospital. But he didn't. What? Oh, well, that what was a fuck? big letdown. Yeah, I know. But he didn't. So because of the charges in France that had been dropped, the court documents were sealed. They couldn't be released to Japanese authorities. Therefore, the Japanese people, <laughs> the people of Japan, <laughs> um, had no case against against him and no choice but to let him walk free. Can't you just, like, call them up and be Google like... Google this shit. There's the obvious with this evidence guy? out there in have, the have, world. Have you never steamed an envelope open? Just do that. <laughs> I don't That's know how true. you seal these records, but they're records. Apparently they just let people walk free, which is fucking crazy. That is crazy. You know, the justice system's kind of shitty in that regard anyway, but... Yeah, everywhere, but it's fine. But if there's a French paper that says, hey, this guy killed somebody and ate him, and they get back to Japan and present them with that same paper, and they go... This is huh. Also, I don't speak French. <laughs> right, well, I don't, I don't speak French. Park. Yeah. <laughs> <Maloney> Park. <laughs> But in 1986, he checked himself out of the mental institution, and he has been free ever since. Today, um, he walks the streets of Tokyo, where he lives, free to do as he pleases. A terrifying thought is just the fact that he's fucking roaming around. So he he checked into the mental institution voluntarily, then. Or I think they sent him there, but then they couldn't hold him. But but he could check himself out yeah. whenever he wanted to. Yeah, he there was no like actual thing that said you have to be here. Oh. So who's just like, yeah, I'm going to leave. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. out. Sorry, y'all, I'm going to bounce. Right. Uh, like, this isn't my style. I'm going to. Chew you later. Chew you later. <laughs> oh, Shelby. <laughs> I thought it was funny. I liked it. I didn't. But apparently uh, he's still thinking about eating people, which is, mo- like, so terrifying. Luckily, I don't live in Japan. <laughs> Also, but he could always visit here. I don't not, know. You're not tall, blonde, and athletic. That's true. It didn't say blonde. It just said beautiful, like, you are know. beautiful. Oh, God. Oh, I can't go to Japan you. now. Shelby, you'd be fucked. He wants to try Before or after I'm next. eaten. After. Ah, fair. Obviously. So he he is quoted <laughs> to say um, the desire to eat people becomes so intense around June when women start wearing less and showing more skin. Just today, I saw a girl with a really nice derriere. Why the fuck is he talking like this? Because he lived He's, in France. He was in France. <laughs> I guess. Booty. Parlez-vous Francais, that... Jennifer. He's obsessed with, like, thick butts. Like. I get it. <laughs> yeah. So he saw a girl with a really nice derriere on the way to the train station. When I see things like that, I think about wanting to eat someone again before I die. What I'm saying is I can't bear the thought of leaving this life without ever tasting that derriere that I saw this morning or her thighs. I want to eat them again while I'm alive so that I can at least be satisfied when I die. You can't be satisfied for just once, I guess? No. No, apparently not. No. Is it like Pringles? (laughs) You can't eat just once. It's like Lay's potato chips. You can't. So I thought that he got rid of the legs. 
Was it just the legs from the knees down? I don't know. Maybe he's really obsessed with the booty and the thighs. Right, but then still... Maybe it's because he didn't eat the thighs the first time. He was like, I need to do that now. Right, it was... I should have done that. Cannibals are more. Dang it. FOMO. That's a real thing. Fear of munching out. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) So, but in the meantime, he actually hasn't, that we know of, uh, cannibalized anybody. Oh, good. So that's good. That is a plus. Yeah. Instead, he's devoting his time to writing books, mm-hmm. most recently publishing his 20th work titled Extremely Intimate Fantasies of Beautiful Girls. The book is filled with pictures drawn by himself as well as famous artists. Fuck that noise. Yeah, I know. And then he's quoted as saying, I hope that people who read it will at least stop thinking of me as a monster. But, but you still like, want to eat people. I doubt that people are going to change their minds. Yeah, because he's a monster. Yeah. So that's my story, guys. He's still walking around Japan, nice. fortunately. Yeah. Um, besides for people that are in Japan. Do we have listeners in Japan? I highly doubt it. Damn. Definitely after we just, like, racially <laughs> slurred their whole race. I mean. It's fine. That's how racial slurs work. <laughs> I can't. Shut up! I just slurred uh, their whole race. Uh, all that I was saying was that I just want whoever the person that saw him was to give a really racially insensitive description. <laughs> that would be really funny. Right. You know the one. Just like slanting eyes, big teeth. Like, you just do the whole fucking... Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Yes. Because Midwest. Yeah. Right. Now, Paris might be a little more forward-thinking than we are, I guess. Possibly. And my Asian friends that listen to this are going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> but this guy looks really, like, he's very short, very awkward looking. Like, ugh, I don't know. It's hard we'll to... post a picture of him on yeah. social media, obviously. Yes. So that you don't think Jennifer's just being super racist. He looks creepy. <laughs> Not because he's Asian. I figured this was a cannibal. But oh, yeah. Know. yeah. I- I'd never seen a cannibal that I didn't think looked kind of creepy. Not that Except for Jeffrey Dahmer, who's like my, my dad, but skinny. Yeah. I feel like I don't, I've never seen pictures, or I have, but not many pictures of cannibals. So, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, there's there's a whole Good gallery on Pinterest. Just what? Right out there. On Pinterest? Guaranteed. With all those recipes? Yes. Huh. Okay. <laughs> right on. Well, I feel like this has been a very enlightening episode of Queen City Creeps. If you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or email us at queencitycreeps at gmail.com. And we hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks. Bye.